0: Coaches. This is Soccer Chat with Nick Rizzo and Sean Sauterly. What's up, everybody? Man, it's been a long time. We haven't talked to you all since the summer. Uh, obviously, at Soccer Chat, you know, you got uh, your boys Nick and Sean, but we're coming back into our seasons. Everything's kind of returning to normal as much as possible. And uh, so, you know, it, it's the the now we're in season. we were in the off season for Soccer Chat. And now we're in season and we are back. Soccer Chats, a weekly coaching podcast for you by you, brought to you every single week by some great friend of ours. Check out dutigbrand.com For all your coaching accessory needs, check it out, dutigbrand.com And while you're there, use the promo code soccer chat. Now we've told you before to do that and keep doing it. We enjoy the fact that soccer chat typically finishes in the top three at the Dutig Brand FC. Uh, discount code every year. That lets us know that you guys are using that. Keep doing it. Uh, a new wrinkle into it this year, uh, Nick and I had chatted uh, a while back. And we chat with Tiffany in Adelaide. Um, as some people know, this is a little bit selfish. Some people know that uh, my uh, team, the Brescia Lady Bearcats, is traveling to Australia in 2023 for the Women's World Cup. And I wanted to figure out a way to get due to brand involved. And what we came up with is... Um, you know, I wanted to get a kit that looked like very, very professional. And we have like a, a sponsor on the front while we're playing in Australia. And I was like, I want Du brand to be that, that kit sponsor. So what we're going to do is every time you use the promo code soccer chat from now until our team leaves for Australia you're gonna be the reason why our team is going to be rocking kits with dutik brand on front of them uh, so when you use dutik brand and you, and you use the promo code soccer chat not only you're going to give you great products but just by using that promo code soccer chat you're gonna help out a really awesome group of girls and their program uh, you know look the part uh, while they're there over in Australia and, and on behalf of me and our players you know we want to thank you all for that um, you know and and because of your you're helping Obviously, you're helping the Dutic brand business, and in turn, also helping uh, you know our, our, our program in that. So make sure to use the promo code Soccer Chat. You guys are gonna get sick of me saying that. Uh, from now until July, the end of July of 2023, but get get ready because you're going to get more of it. Uh, also, our friends over at Torx, T O R R X dot you're going to be seeing them at convention here pretty soon in January. Check it out, T O R R X dot And shout out to our friends over at Michigan Soccer Central. Check them out on Twitter at M I Soccer Central on Twitter for all the latest and greatest. And all the news rumblings going on in soccer, whether it's high school, whether it's professional, anything that's soccer related going on in Michigan, you're going to find it over at M.I. Soccer Central. He's Nick. I'm Sean. Nick, I haven't said that in a really long time. Like that whole like intro thing. I missed it. I and missed I can't. I, I did that without having to read anything. I mean, i I'm kind of impressed with myself.
1: You absolutely crushed it. But I miss I miss the he's Nick. I'm Sean. It just hasn't happened. In a very long time, and it needed to happen.
0: It did. It did. Um, you know, obviously, like like we mentioned, in the beginning the show, we took a little bit of a break. Um, you know, I, I don't know about Nick. I, I'm sure you all probably uh, liked the break from us, but I think, uh, you no, know, obviously, you know, being two head coaches producing this thing ourselves, it's it's a little time consuming, um, and obviously, in, our, in the heat of our seasons, Nick absolutely crushed it this year. Uh, we'll get into that in just a little bit, uh, but you know, for us, you know, it was a. Uh, I think we may use the fall uh, as our off season for soccer chat and as, soon as our seasons over with. It's season time. We'll have a kickoff party, and I kind of like the whole like season premiere. I didn't say at the beginning, but this is this is the season premiere of soccer chat.
1: Yeah, I mean it had to happen. I think I think for both of us, it was it's we want to be able to focus on our our teams and our players during this like the time of the month where or the time of the year where we got the last two months but we are very very excited to continue to bring these awesome awesome guests to you and Sean is has gotten us some amazing ones to start the year so far
0: it uh um you know the the break was awesome because your boy was just trying to win a soccer game
1: and you you did that you absolutely did that
0: we, we went from none the previous year to uh we we had two this year but um, you know, I, it's, I think it's also a refreshing thing. You know, you always hear about people like rebranding and, you know, constantly changing the way they look and things like that. And, you know, stuff like that's always been the back in my mind, but sometimes it's just, uh, you know, <laughs> to take a, to take a pro wrestling quote, you'll really know if they love you when you come back and, you know, it happens all the time in, in, in Hollywood and things like that, where an actor goes away for a little bit, maybe a music artist goes away for a little bit and all of a sudden. Bam, there's a new album that you, you didn't know was coming out and it comes out at midnight. So I think for us, uh, you know, having that time off, uh, obviously, you know, Nick uh, uh, now is, is going straight from being married uh, to straight into fatherhood uh, here pretty soon. Uh, as, as we just found out, anybody who follows Nick finds out that now he's going to join a dad club. He's not going to turn the microphone and headphones off when we have guests on. I start talking about kids. Um, and so just so much has happened and, you know, that's kind of the cool thing about the today's episode, our season premiere, you know, we had, we had to do it big, I think that was a tweet that I put was like, you know, we had to do it big, like, if we're going to come back soccer chat, we only do things one way. And maybe Nick will say, no, it's just the fact that Sean is extra and that's how we do things. But, <laughs> uh, you know, we had a, a really awesome guest with us who, you know, just as much as our lives has changed since the last time we've talked to you this person's life has changed multiple times since the last time that we, we've spoken with them. Uh, having Becky Burley on, uh, who's just wrapping up being the interim head coach uh, with the Orlando Pride, which is so crazy to say, because the last time we had her on the show and the last time we talked to her, she was still the, uh, the only head coach uh, for women's soccer at uh, the University of Florida. Uh, so we, we, we chat with Becky a little bit. And part of the reason why we chat with her, you know, like we said, obviously you know, I, I kind of had it in my mind Uh, And Nick, I know what you think about this, Uh, but I, once she took the job, I always had in my mind, I was like, I want us to be the first people to talk to her, Um, Mm -hmm. you know, once it was over with, because I knew that, uh, uh, you know, obviously we're, we're the most unprofessional professional uh, podcast that there is. But I also think it was, um, you know, I, I I feel like Becky could be like our version of Aaron Rogers Tuesday on the Pat McAfee show. I don't know if you, if you watch that or not, and this is something actually for all coaches. I, so I, I've said this before. I love learning from other sports and I love learning from people who are like regarded as the best at what they do. You can debate quarterbacks all you want to, but like Aaron Rodgers is pretty good. And the way that he thinks the game and the way that he sees like athletics and competition and things like that, it's, it's very similar to me to like how any interview you see Kobe Bryant do where he talks about like the competitive drive and things like that. And so I am enamored with, obviously with Pat McAfee anyways, but every Tuesday he has Aaron Rodgers on and I just love listening to him, um, you know, kind of dissect their previous game, do like a little review, but then he does like a preview of the upcoming team. And then just he pulls the curtains back and kind of talks about like what it's like to be a part of the organization during the, the training week, stuff like that. But as time has went on, it's been very, very like, super conversational. Like he's been doing the same things, but he's, he's had his personality come out to where now all of a sudden it's like, if anybody on ESPN wants uh, Aaron Rodgers news, they have to tune in Tuesday's Pat McAfee show. So I was like, man, like who would be a conversation that we could have that people are going to really want to hear what they've got to say uh, recently. And I think a lot of people do want to hear from Becky uh, with uh, wrapping up the NWSL season. So instead of Aaron Rodgers Tuesday, uh, today is Becky Burley Thursday.
1: And again, I, I feel like the cool thing about Becky, and we talked about this a little bit about, about on the show, was Becky is one of those people that I don't know if I've heard anyone ever say a bad word about. Like if,
0: if you, they do, you, if they do, I'm coming
1: for you. Or, yeah, you you'll you have you have fists coming to you. Um that's not an actual threat, but please don't say anything bad about her. She's a really great person. Um, but yeah, no, she's again is another person that like you go to convention, we joked about it. And the last convention we were able to do live is like there, she cannot walk down convention without someone <laughs> wanting to come say hi to her.
0: Yes. And, and yeah, if you ever want to know like what it, what it would be like to be like the, the, the person in the entourage that no one knows, like you're like friends with the like big star, um, be like walk with Becky 10 minutes in, in convention and, and you'll, you'll get that feeling. I, I, you know, like I said, as soon as I, as soon as she took a job, I was like, oh, I want to talk to her when this is done. Um, and obviously Becky is is super good to us and, and doesn't need to be, uh, but, but she is definitely, she's one of those people that Nick and I both say, like, that's somebody whose contact should not be on our phones and someone who should not speak to us. But, you know, we're, we're thankful that she does. Um, I loved, like, you know, you could almost, not that there was a change in her from the last time we talked to her, but man, like how free she feels like. I don't know if it's the retirement thing or just like, you know, trying something new, but you could definitely tell, uh, not that she, Becky's always had a pep in her step, but there was a, there was some, uh, uh, some, just a new mo- mojo or something, some, some new vibes. I liked it.
1: Yeah. Oh man. She, yeah. Again, she was, she's again, every time that we talk to her, I just feel better leaving the conversation.
0: For sure. You, you definitely feel, um, you feel a lot smarter, Uh, And one of the things that, you know, one of the reasons why we have Becky on is because coming up uh, in January is the United Soccer Coaches Convention. And and as you saw last night on Soccer Chat, which is every single Wednesday night at 9.30 p.m. Eastern time, just follow the hashtag Soccer Chat on Twitter. Um, We announced that, uh, obviously, we said that, you know, season premiere. We're going to let you know. Becky's coming on the show. But we also said that coming up in January, your boys are back in town your boys are back in town that's right that's right that's right ladies and gentlemen soccer chat will be live once again powered by exact sports at the united soccer coaches convention in kansas city that is right ladies and gentlemen and uh we're excited uh we've already got some guests lined up some returners That We haven't had uh, on a live show in a while. They're going to be back. I can't wait. Uh, We've got some new people that are going to be on. And I've got a little secret that I'm working on that Nick knows about. And if we get this one, it'll probably be the most fun show that we've ever done. The most fun shows that Soccer Chat has ever done. Um, but, you know, obviously the thing that we want you to do is if you're, you know, following your favorite soccer people who, you know, are going to be a convention, you need to tweet them and say, Hey, you need to go chat with the soccer chat boys, uh, at podcast or at, you know, at soccer coaches convention coming up in Kansas city, uh, in January. And, you know, one of the things about convention and Nick can kind of attest to this is the fact that, you know, at convention, there are so many, and so many doesn't even describe how much, networking and career advancement opportunities that you're going to have uh just by attending this convention you know if you are a new coach or you are you know somebody who's been in for a while you're going to go to this and you're not going to meet a stranger like this is this is nick and i's heaven you know no one is a stranger we're all there for the same reason and you know for you i've always said like soccer chats like been one of the best things for me networking wise but I've been to convention so many times and I just continue to meet more and more and more people from it. Uh, that, you know, that alone, like you can't put a price tag on the networking you're going to get at convention.
1: Absolutely not. I mean, it's one of those things that I feel like, like obviously we connected a lot of through people with soccer chat, but I feel like the most people that we've ever met was probably first was, I mean, for me personally, was Chicago convention, back in 2018. I remember like leaving that one and being like, I know 5 million new people who also know 5 million new people. And but that 5 was 5 million
0: people knew who you were before you got there. That, that is not true at all. That's that that, facts. That is not true. But then we got Nick, the, Nick the was hardly support. ever at podcast because he was still going to sessions and people walk past <laughs> the table. We're like, where's Nick at? I'm like, he's at a session. Why is he not here? I don't know. Cause it's his first time.
1: It was, I honestly, that first one was like, my head was spinning. There was so much going on, but then in Baltimore was awesome because then the people that you got to meet at the last convention, you met again. And they were like your friends. And I always joke, like, I mean, I've seen Jade Smith all the time now because I'm in Minnesota and she's in Minnesota. So we see all the time, we see each other all the time. But like she was the first time I ever met Jade Smith really was playing pool off a random group that we found in Chicago and just were like, honestly bar hopping and just, hanging out and playing darts and pool and different things like that. And now she's a great friend.
0: For sure. So, you know, if you think about just that alone, the opportunities you're going to have to network uh, and, and, you know, there's job boards, you know, you might you might need, meet your next boss while you're there, or you may meet your next assistant while you're there. Uh, you know, again, don't miss this opportunity to grow your career. Make sure to register now go to UnitedSoccerCoachesConvention.org, United Soccer Coaches. Uh, search it on Google if, if you need to and go sign up now sign up before the price goes up on it it's totally worth it it's a great thing for your career you're going to you're going to get something out of it the exhibit hall is fantastic if you don't know how the exhibit hall works stop past the soccer chat booth and I will gladly tell you how that exhibit hall works uh, and make sure you're that you're there for Thursday uh, when it when it opens up but uh, you know a lot of our friends are presenters at that convention you can go on that. Uh, website as well and see uh some of the presenters that are gonna be on there over the next couple of months leading into convention we're gonna have various presenters and members of the united soccer coaches on soccer chat with us uh you know they do such a great job of, of helping soccer chat out uh, especially when it comes to us being at convention uh so you know we're gonna have some some people on the show so obviously it wouldn't be a convention time without having our boy jeff van dusen on the show uh coming up here soon as well as some other presenters uh, and members of the United Soccer Coaches uh, organization that we're going to have uh, on here to chat with you. And Nick, I think it's, it's about that time. Uh, and, and if you needed a tease of why you need to listen to this Becky Burley interview, and it's not just because she's going to talk about her time with the Orlando Pride, she's not just going to talk about uh, the whole uh, retirement thing, but she does kind of drop a hint at something that if you are listening to this early in the morning it's not out yet. It's going to be on Twitter pretty soon. Shh, don't tell anybody. But Becky's going to be dropping bombs about an event in Kansas City that you are not going to want to miss, ladies and gentlemen. The Caesar Premier Soccer Chat, the most illustrious guest we could have. Yeah, mainly because we asked her and she was nice enough. I was like, yeah, I'll come on. That <laughs> truth. But, ladies and gentlemen, Nick Rizzo, Sean Sutterly, give he
2: Nasty girl not pass me the world. I not the girl. Don't the no you the and keeps the heat close. We post to be the illest on three coasts Familiar, bigger than Ecos Y'all Danny DeVito, smart sh- All I see is the penny ethers, that's all No shock in this year, raise the bigger 15% make the whole world sit up And take notice, now I take over Y'all take
1: quotas, bye bye We up the pitch, y'all, we drop hits Now tell me, how nasty can you get All the way from the hood to your neck of the woods is ripped One thing for sure That's right, we drop
0: hits, tell me well, it's been a long time. It's been a really long time. And, you know, soccer chat, the thing that we've always said is nothing, absolutely nothing but illustrious guests that we have on here. And every now and then, the squirrel finds a nut. You hit the broad side of a barn, and we get those just over-the-top, top-quality, 10-star guests on the show. And this this episode, we haven't talked to this guest individually since episode 100, we saved the 100th episode for this special person. And we figured with this new season, we're doing these like season premieres and, you know, we have like our little off season and whatnot. We had to come back with a bang on soccer chat because people have been saying, Oh, soccer chat. When you come back, when you come back, well, we're going to come back when the time's right. And with the right guests and ladies and gentlemen, so much has happened since the last time we've talked to this person and we're going to get it all into details of it, but we have with us, The famous, the fashionable, the everlasting, loving, caring, most inspirational person you'll ever meet. Ladies and gentlemen, Becky Burley's in the house. Yeah.
2: Yeah. I feel very um, under pressure to live up to that. All those adjectives. But
0: (laughs) you've you've done that for so long, though. Like, Like you wake up and you do those things.
2: Well, um, I am wearing my fashionable jacket, which I then found out we were only on audio. So that's a little disappointing.
0: (laughs) So like I told you, have somebody take your picture and we'll use that as the promo for it. (sighs) I I do, I do think that that jacket should make an appearance um, in Kansas city uh, when we film some, some spots for the, for the social.
2: Well, I think I need a a sturdier, fluffier jacket in Kansas City. I'm in Florida. This is just like an office jacket because of the air conditioning.
0: Uh, Okay. Yeah. There you go. Well, we'll we'll figure something out.
1: I'm jealous because my office is a hot box. Like I normally like in summer, me and Lisa, my assistant made a rule. Like it was just like sleeveless days every single day of the week because no one comes down to our office. So we just wore sleeveless shirts for the entire summer.
2: Come to Florida. You always have to carry a jacket.
0: So, so much has happened since the last time we've talked to you. Last time we talked to you, you're still coaching in college. Last time we talked to you, Ted Lasso was not a thing and such a, a massive part of your life as it has been recently. Uh, so we have so much to cover, but I, I, I want to kind of get started with this and this will kind of set our timeline up for us. You have moments in, in history that you never forget where you were at when it happened. And, you know, my mom always told me about, you know, she will never forget where she was at whenever we landed on the moon. I've told the famous story of, I've never forgotten where I was at when Brandy Chastain hit the game winning PK, uh, which I told at last year's social uh, for the virtual convention. Um, And I will never forget being, I have actually have two of these, but we'll we'll start in time, time order. I was sitting at a showcase at grand park in Indianapolis, Indiana. And all of a sudden I got this, like Becky Burley has tweeted. And it was your announcing that it was going to be your last season at Florida. And I was watching uh a kid play and I like couldn't even focus on the game. And I felt so bad for the kid because I was like, I was so emotional and was like, <laughs> oh my gosh. Like, and I'm never one of those, like, oh, it's never goodbye. It's always see you later type people. But I was just like so taken back by it. Um, and like I talked to the kid after the game, they're like, Oh, well, what'd you think? I was like, I'm gonna be honest with you. Was it didn't even watch? <laughs> I was like, Did you hear that Becky Burley's leaving after this year? And she was like, No. No, no, I didn't. Said, I was early. Well, I wasn't going to say that, but she was like, "No, because because <laughs> I was playing." Um, so you know, you you wrote a great piece. Your video that that you and the university did was awesome. You know, kind of take us from that moment, uh, and then we'll get into how your next adventure happened, and how I never will forget where I was at when that happened.
2: Well, I will tell you this: um, there is no manual for leaving after you've been somewhere a long time. Somebody needs Facts. to write that. Because I could have had a little bit of help in that department. Because I was How many trying
0: books find- could you have written by now?
2: Oh, so many. <laughs> but you know what? Okay, let me just take a little aside. Because when you travel a lot, as we all do for college soccer, yeah, exactly. my first book that I'm going to write is um, a travel memoir called A Battle for Armrest Supremacy.
0: <laughs> I like that.
2: Yes. And if you're in the middle, you should get both. That's all I'm saying. Hard and fast. Absolutely. Get both.
0: Absolutely. But anyway,
2: I digress. Um, but back to leaving. Yeah, it was um, it was a really emotional situation because I was really debating about when to announce that because I didn't want to leave our team in this state of angst, not knowing when the next coach would be named. And it was the weird COVID year where everybody had a spring season. But at the same time, like I just couldn't I couldn't in my right mind, like recruit and know that I wasn't going to be there and still continue to talk to kids, so it was like this big dilemma. And in the end, I just decided that I needed to say what I said. And then it took some time before, you know, that all transpired where Florida hired a new coach and things went back to normal.
0: So, did you set the trend for the Roy Williamses and the Mike Shashevskis and all these other coaches that, you know, after being you know somewhere for a while, was like, all right, you know, hey, it's, it's time because I feel like you got that started.
2: I do think I did. I think I did start that trend because they both announced after me. um, Right. And, um, you know, I think that was the impetus for them to make that decision.
0: Yeah. Cause they were like, look, like we're going to try to outlast Becky. All right. She's retiring. (laughs) Okay. Now like we'll go one more year. Um, and you know, so I remember I sent you a text and was like, Holy cap, you know, congratulations. And, and, you know, I have no idea. I have no idea what you're going to go on to but I know you're going to be successful at it cuz that's that's just what you do. And then which brings me up to point 2 of, I never forget where I was at when this happened. I was uh, we were gosh. Uh, I, I was at a soccer tournament and I a another NWSL staff uh, got a hold of me and was like, "Oh no, I was I'm sorry, I was at a camp in, in the summertime." And I had an NWSL staff get a hold of me and says text message just says, "Hey, What's up with your girl, Becky? And I was like, I'm, I'm not sure what is up with her. Because um, you and I had spoken, but you never mentioned anything. Obviously, you never should. Because, I mean, who would, you know, why? And I was like, I, I'm not sure what you're talking about. And they were like, well, the, 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 the <laughs> word on the street is that she's the new uh, interim coach for the Orlando Pride. What do you know? And I was like, I, I know nothing. Becky and I are network colleagues. Uh, I am not on the inner circle. And they were like, we'll find out. I'm like, no, like if it fits if true, it'll come out. So I'm feverishly refreshing Twitter feed, searching in the search bar, Becky Burley, searching, searching, nothing's popping up. Orlando pride, nothing's popping up. So um, Don was actually, we were in Dallas. Don and I were in Dallas doing camp. Don's on the field next to me, Don Crow. And I was like, I send Don a text message. Hey, here's what I'm being told. And she was like, oh, you should ask her. And I was like, I'm not asking her. So Don and I play chicken for five minutes of who was going to text you to figure out what's going on. So then Dawn finally says, she'll do it. And I walk over to her field because we had a break and I was like, Hey, did you text Becky? And she was like, yeah, she's like, but I don't know what to tell t- like what to say to her. And I was like, I know, like act like you don't know anything. And just be like, oh, congratulations, I think. And so I, th- I, th- I think she said something along those lines and you were just like, oh, it's going to be a wild ride. And I was like, those jerks like, holy crap, this is so cool. And and so then it finally came out. I bet it was, gosh, it wasn't too long after Don had sent that message. And then when it finally kind of made start making its way on Twitter, well, then the staff got a hold of me and they were like, well, when did you find out? And I was like, probably about 15 minutes after you texted me. And they're like, you could have been like the NFL insider, Ian Rappaport, you know, Adam Schefter on this. And I was like, that's not my role in the soccer world. But I was like, I kind of feel glad to know that like I knew before Twitter knew. So that whole process, you know, you taking the time off from Florida and all of a sudden this opportunity pops up. Take us, take us through the back room. Let us be a fly on the wall.
2: Oh, How geez. did this go down? <clears throat> well, it was a bit crazy because I was on vacation. I had kind of like had some. That seems weekend. to be when it always
0: happens, right? Like I, I feel like in like coaching, it's always like, well, I was on vacation and I got a call. I was I yeah, was tying yeah. up some
2: loose ends and, and then I decided like, okay, I'm really finally going to go on vacation. And cause I knew I was going to be teaching at UF in the fall. So I wanted to have a little time. So I was, um, I was in Montana. I was fly fishing. I was climbing mountains. I was doing all this cool stuff. And then I got to Colorado, which was my next step. And then I get this phone call and they're like, Hey, um, our coach is leaving for man United and we need somebody And I'm like, oh, well, let's like brainstorm some names. And they're like, no, we're talking about you. And I'm like, (laughs) really? (laughs) And so it literally, I think I spoke the first time on a Wednesday. Um, By Friday, I had left my vacation early and came to Orlando to watch a match. And then on Monday, I was here coaching. It all just happened really fast.
0: That's so crazy. Like I can remember... Just like the thought I remember when it finally got announced, like I was in Dallas, I texted my wife, which she has like no connection to you or, or anything else. I was like, Casey, Becky's going to take over the Orlando Pride for the rest of the season. And she was like, oh, okay, good for her. And I was like, yeah. And then she like, I had like the three dots on the iMessage and then she was like, wait, she just retired. And I was like, yeah. And so that's why my wife, when she found out that we were doing this one was like, what's the next adventure? Like, what why would you have another adventure? Like you, now you've went back on your word already. I feel like you are <laughs> like, and, and this is just because he's a massive Florida fan, the famous Ric Flair promo where he was like, I will never retire. Like he's had a retirement match, but he still keeps coming back to shows. Becky Burley, are you the Ric Flair of soccer in America? Well, I'm just,
2: I'm glad you're just not comparing me to Cher with her um, retirement tours.
0: <laughs> right, 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 right.
2: I don't have that many outfit changes. <laughs> um, no, my retirement, I think lasted 10 weeks. So it was a good 10 weeks. Um, and then this opportunity came up, which was amazing. I mean, who? how can you say no to coaching such amazing players as the Orlando right. Pride has? And it was really fun. And I'm glad I did it.
1: Was there like a situation where you were like, I'm retiring, like when you were going through the retirement, I'm retiring with this caveat. If like an amazing opportunity comes up that I'm going to take it, or is it one of the situations where you retired and you were just kind of planning on teaching and kind of getting out of it?
2: Yeah, the latter. I mean, I'm kind of a little bit of a planner. Um, and so I was like, all right, I got my life set. You know, I'm going to teach these classes at UF. I'm going to keep doing my wet drives winning stuff. My life is good. And then this kind of came totally out of the blue.
1: That's awesome. Like, how many of the players did you know before you got there? Like, or like, or the staff you were working with, like, how was the transition? Like you said, it was a pretty quick turnaround, like a week or so. Like, how was that transition? How many of the players did you know? And how much of the staff did you know going into it?
2: Well, I, I was able to bring Alan Kirkup with me, who had been a long-term staff member at Florida. So that was pretty cool. Um, I knew a couple of the players, two of the players for the Pride had played at Florida. Maggie Doherty Howard and Erica Timrack. And then we added a third in Parker Roberts, who had just graduated from Florida. Um, and then there were several of the players that I had known just through, you know, recruiting or playing against them um, or, you know, being a national team fan, things like that. So um, it was definitely an experience, to say the least, because you don't walk into, you know, coaching Alex Morgan, Allie Krieger, Marta um Ashlyn Harris like you don't just walk in and be like okay hey listen to me you know so I think the um <laughs> the, uh, the first couple of days especially and and really going through the whole process was just sort of like gathering information understanding you know what their needs were what they were satisfied with or what they wanted better um and I think it was that was such an interesting process of being dropped into a team in the middle of the season you know having to do sort of like a a mid-season audit. And I thought to myself, like, why had I never done this on my own team, even though it wasn't a change, like, because it was just such an enlightening process.
0: What like, was there any, at any point when you first got there or maybe like during the season season, did you look at one of the players like You should have went to Florida. Like maybe some that you recruited that it didn't turn out well. And you were like, you know, you could have had this a long time ago, but
2: Uh, actually it's funny that you asked that because we have a player on our team, uh, Marissa Vigiano, who played at Northwestern. I'm like, Oh my God, you would have been such a Florida type player. (laughs) (laughs) um, So yeah, there's definitely a little bit of that.
1: No, that's awesome. Like I imagine it like, even knowing as many people, you know, I feel like, when you get there and you see Marta and like Alex Morgan, for the, I feel like Marta would be the one for me where I'd be like, you have been around this game like longer than I've been born at this point. Like, it, it, like, and I, I don't know. I just feel like I would have so many questions for her.
2: I was about like uh, probably two or three weeks into the job and we, we have breakfast and lunch with the team every day. And we were at breakfast one morning and Marta comes up to me and she's like, you were in my dream last night. And then she proceeds to tell me about this story about how she woke up and was late to practice and was freaking out. And then she realized that when she really woke up that it wasn't even time to be a practice yet. And so, um, uh, I called a friend of mine that afternoon. I'm like, I have now officially made it. I was in Marta's dream. <laughs> 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 that
0: I, would be- was Obviously I think you're a person that puts things into perspective and you, I feel like you're kind of like me where sometimes like in your situation, you're like, how did I get here? How many oh, yeah. times you know, in your experience with the pride, were you just like, maybe at a training, you know, just kind of watching and going, what, what the hell am I doing here?
2: (laughs) I did that at Florida too. I mean, (laughs) um, I I think I've asked that question a lot in my life, so I'm glad we're on the same page. I'm still
0: asking this every day to myself, no matter what it is I'm doing.
2: (laughs) Um, I mean, it is pretty cool. Like when you're, you know, even going to play all these different NWSL teams, you know, I felt like it was so cool to, to see Carly Lloyd play her last few games as a professional. It was so cool to see, you know, some of these players that you've just heard about play in person and you're like scheming to figure out how do you contain them? You know, like it was a really, really fun process.
1: No, that's awesome. I think the other, my other favorite thing, just seeing this whole process is like seeing your network, honestly come out to support you too. Like I'm, Twitter and everything. And I think the reason that that is, and you kind of even seen in the last few weeks is I think one of my favorite qualities of you is I feel like right now, now that you're like kind of re-retired for a little bit, you're like the best cheerleader on Twitter of all time. I feel like (laughs) I just see like replies, you just being like hyping people up the entire time. And so I think it was really cool when this all happened in late July to see just how much support that you garnered from like just your network and the experiences that you provided people throughout your years at Florida and beyond.
2: Well, what was really fun, too, is like, you know, we didn't really get to have like an official retirement party at Florida because of COVID and gathering in groups and things like that. And so what was cool was as we went through these NWSL cities, um, whether it was some Gators or whether it was um, people that I played with in college, like they all had like a different team to cheer for now and a different team to gather for. And and that was really fun. It was fun to reconnect with people kind of um, in smaller groups like that.
1: What was like your favorite part of the season? Like what was a part of the season where you're like, it made it all worth it?
2: Oh boy. Um, I mean, there were so many good moments. I will say one time we were playing, I can't even remember which game it was. And, and after the game I was, I walked in the locker room and one of the players like has this can in her hands. And I'm like, is that a beer? And she's like, yeah. And I was like, is that allowed? She's like, yeah. And I'm like, you can have beer in the locker room. I'm like, this is pretty cool.
0: <laughs> <laughs> this program's Awesome. Toss me one of those. I feel like, so
2: yeah, there were some different things like that. I mean, definitely, you know, being in the presence of some of the players that you got to see and, um, You know, we played the rain, which, um, they had just like this outstanding collection of talent with some of the international players that I've only seen, you know, sitting in the stands, watching national team games, um, just things like that. Like it just becomes sort of surreal at some point
0: to me. Like I'm, I know when, when, when you made the announcement, you're going to pride or they made the announcement. I remember thinking to myself, okay. I missed out on watching Becky coach at Florida, like in person, I have to figure out a way to go this year. And it was so awesome that it just so happened that you were going to be playing at Louisville. And I was like, I don't care what happens. Like I'm going to this game. And then I was like, well, I think I'm going to try something. I'm going to take my team and see if they'd be involved in it. And You know, I had seen online where like all of your alumni and everything were going to games. And I was talking to some people at Louisville and they were like, oh, yeah, like, you know, Orlando's going to have a good crowd with them because all the Florida people will be uh, showing up to the game. And, you know, for for me, like I just literally sent a a picture of our uh, Zoom call to our players and they were so jacked up. And they fell in love with you for taking time after that game, the situation that it was of, you know, not to bring up bad memories, but knocking you guys out of playoff contention Um, and for you to come up and be so jubilant, uh, you know, and and to talk with them, Mike, they really appreciate that. But the thing that you wouldn't know is I had like five other friends who were at that game and every one of them posted on Facebook pictures of your shoes that they took from you walking out from the tunnel. Oh boy. <laughs> and, and I didn't know that that was, I didn't know that it was trending in Southern Indiana uh, <laughs> until I got back home and I got on and I, I was you know posting my pictures and noticed that I saw all these various pictures of you from the tunnel on the field, whatever. And every caption was like, look at her shoes. So when I say that like fashion is your thing, I mean, like people are going to a soccer game and they don't even care about the game because all they care about is where did you get those fresh kicks from?
2: <laughs> well, to be fair, it was a uh, breast cancer awareness month. So I had to do some representing with the pink and um, I had some hot pink kicks from Nike. Love them. They were fun.
0: I, I liked them a lot. Um, so, you know, obviously now, you know, it's, it's in the season, you know, you're kind of, you, you mentioned that you were still, um, you know, helping out with some things before uh, you know, for the draft and stuff like that, you know, as you're kind of transitioning, um, you know, do you think you want to keep coaching? Possibly, you know. Not, I'm not saying there, but like, or do you like? I'm ready to become Professor Burley, uh, <laughs> who is the the best dressed professor on campus, apparently.
2: Well, I I think that the prider is sort of at a great crossroads. They have new ownership. The new ownership came just a few days before I came, and so they've sort of been getting situated and fitting themselves in. And I think it's time for them to have like a long-term vision of what they want. And I don't think I was ever, you know, a long-term solution. So for me, it was an easy decision to say, Hey, it's time for you guys to, to set the foundation for what you're trying to do and um, step away from the pride. But it also, you know, it gets me excited because like the classes I teach at Florida are really fun. I did that while I was coaching the pride, which that's part of the reason, like I really want to focus on those classes. It's, it's fun. Um, I love doing it. It's for future coaches. Um, it's master's degree people. So they're all pretty motivated. And I've obviously been working with, you know, What Drives Winning for quite some time now and want to continue to see that continue to grow. And I don't know. I mean, I'm, I'm, not, I'm never going to say never. I'm not Ric Flair. <laughs> But, but I do, I do keep my mind open, but at the same time, um, I'm really happy doing what I'm doing now, which is kind of doing the transition for the pride, doing what drives winning and getting ready for some spring semester courses at UF.
0: My new goal in life is to get Becky and Ric Flair in the the same (laughs) beverage establishment together and see how much fun that would be. Well.
1: No, awesome. Like Sean said, like, it's been a while since we talked. And one of the things that obviously did come up since we talked, like Sean mentioned in the beginning of the show, was Ted Lasso. And it, it was funny. I think you were one of the first person before I even watched it to start, like, tweeting about this show and really get, like, be like, hey, this is something that all coaches need to watch. What kind of impact did like, that show? Like, kind of have you, to me, we really don't have soccer shows or movies out there. So it's different. What kind of impact did that show had on you and your philosophy going forward as a coach?
2: I think what was so cool for me about that show is besides like the deep character development and some of the plot lines, but the, the idea that here's this guy who's coaching a sport that he doesn't really know. um, And so he can't get blinded by the sport. He can only coach the people. And I think that's so intriguing because I feel like, you know, when we are coaches of a sport, we know, I mean, I've seen this happen for myself, even like, I've tried to focus on some of like the action between the action and I keep getting my eyes pulled to the action itself. And so for him, that's easy because that's not, that's not his sweet spot. The people is the sweet spot. The in-between stuff is his sweet spot. And I think just watching how all that played out was such an amazing lesson for coaches of any sport.
1: No, that's awesome. Who's your favorite character?
2: Higgins. I love Higgins. Okay i mean he's just so funny like he's like the kramer of um of ted lasso like his physical comedy is really funny but i also just think he just drops bombs of wisdom it, especially
1: in season two he like like his like final episode season two when he was talking to Keeley is like one of my favorite conversations of all time
2: yeah i love him i think he is he's great and i love how he's just like so accommodating his office moves every day and He's just, uh, you know, that the, the Christmas special when he had everybody over at his house, I feel like that's like my house every Christmas.
0: <laughs> I am I'm, I'm trying to find this out. Um, cause I was talking to Becky before we got recorded, uh, about Tal. there was, once she got things going with the, um, with the pride that someone wrote an article about how she was the realest form of Ted Lasso that people could find. Um, I would I'm, say
2: that would be a huge compliment. Right. It's like,
0: oh, here we go. Here we go. Um, Let's see here. I just, I just found it. Uh, Oh, so now I know where it's from. So when the announcement was made, uh, Megan Linehan, who's like the like soccer, women's soccer, Adam Schefter, um, had made the announcement. And then she followed that up with, there's honestly a little bit of Ted Lasso energy in this Becky Burley profile from her time with the Gators. And everybody was like, this is accurate. Fantastic. Fantastic. And I, there was another article once the season was going on that somebody had written and mentioned about, you know, obviously your love for Ted Lasso and things like that, but like how, you know, you kind of embody what he's about, but you also just happen to know the game of soccer at the same time. That's their words. I I'm sure you will say, well, you know, that's their words, not mine. Um, you know, what in that sense, you know, cause I, I feel like you and I, well, maybe probably more, more myself, but you know, some of us get that label. Of we're more of a, of, of a cheerleader or we're more of a motivator than we are as a coach. So like what's, um, you know, for you, like, what did you take from that to say, Hey, it's okay to be a, a motivator and someone who's constantly encouraging,
2: you know, for me, I just think it's like like, why wouldn't you just try to uplift all the people around you? Like, why wouldn't you? It's, it makes everyone around you better. If you can be that person who does that, I love the symbolism of the beginning of Ted Lasso, every single show when he sits in the stands and the graffiti disappears from the seats and the, and it changes color. Like, I think that's like so symbolic of his influence on the environment. And I think you know, as a coach, you would hope that you would have a positive influence on any environment that you're in and the same as a player too. But I think especially as a coach.
0: So, you know, now, now what, what, what is there for Becky? What's next? <laughs> Who What's knows? Next? I know I that, like, When you and when you and I were texting the other day, me. when we were texting the other day and I was like, Hey, like, uh, you know, what, what is next? And you're like, Oh, you know, I'm just trying to find my new adventure. And I was like, well, I, I know the perfect place for that. And, uh, you know, it all comes back to Leslie Gallimore started this whole thing about when people come on the show, big things happen for them. You know, she comes on our show, she becomes the the girls Academy commissioner. Uh, you know, I'm not going to say that, um, well, I guess, you know, Nick has always said like, it takes about a year and a half after being on the show for the the soccer chat effect to take place. So, I mean, like you were on the show about a year and a half later, you know, you retired, but you had this opportunity to go to the pride. Uh, so our hope is that, you know, from the vibes that you're putting out from this one, that someone's going to hear this and go, well, gosh, I, we need to hire Becky Burley for whatever <laughs> it may be. So, you know, like, I,
2: I really want to explore retirement a little bit. I think yeah, that longer than 10 weeks.
0: <laughs> <laughs> you got to go longer than 10 weeks for sure. Yeah,
2: probably, probably. I do want to be able to do some, uh, travel and to do some, I want to have control over my time a little bit, which <laughs> would be really nice.
0: You want um, no, to travel without having to wear those gear bags.
2: I think Nick. So has it been a year and a half, like since you've been on this show because like now you're having a kid, like, is that what happened to you?
1: <laughs> yeah, no, I like joked to someone like probably since the last
0: I was I married the last time we recorded Sean? Absolutely. We Last time we recorded was at the beginning of this fall season.
1: Okay. Um, but yeah, so married, have a kid on the way, bought a house. Um, wow. Yeah, Kelly got a new job. So we got, We did, like I, we always joke that we did, when the pandemic started, we have done everything that you could possibly do as like adults, like minus actually having the kid at this point. Like we both got new jobs. We moved, we bought a house, we're having a kid. So yeah, no, it's been a crazy, it's been a crazy last probably five months from when we got married in late May to, to now it's been, especially like coaching too. I mean, me and Sean don't even get to talk as much as we would like, because both of us are in crazy season mode right now.
0: Fantastic Hashtag reception, adulting. by the way, fantastic Hashtag reception.
1: <laughs> Sean, what was your favorite part of the reception? Uh,
0: gosh. Um, Making my dad take his shirt off. I didn't make him take his shirt off. <laughs> he came to me and said, a le- or ten forty five on the stage shirts off. And I was like, say less, I'm there. <laughs> and we didn't go on the stage, but, um, as the shirts were coming off, I noticed a lot of people turning around and just looking at us. So you, you guys, you guys made your own stage. We did. We did. Uh, and Becky's like, why am I now getting the visual of that? Sorry, <laughs> my fault. Um, you know, obviously, too, we'd be remiss if we didn't talk about convention. You know, last year it was virtual; we still made it work. Uh, you know, thankfully Becky was was awesome enough to ask us to come back and and be a part of the social for coaches of female athletes. I, I thought it was an awesome one. Uh, you know, even with it being virtual, I love the uh, the additive of uh, Lauren Hutchison uh, and gosh, and I'm, I'm slipping on the name now. Um, Lauren Silver. Yeah. And, and having, you know, them come on and talk about their, their, uh, uh, new embargo, not embargo, but their new, uh, you know, their, their ventures that they're, they're into now, uh, you know, and, and, you know, kind of giving them a platform to talk about their company and kind of going on. And, you know, even though, you know, the numbers weren't what it was, you know, in person, but I think we still had a good time. I thought the theme was fun little throwback Thursday. I thought that was great. Uh, and the problem was probably a day after that, I found the actual outfit that I wanted to wear for that. So I've got it stored back just in case uh, you decide to do that again this year. But, you know, conventions coming up, we're going to be back in person uh, in, in, uh, in January in Kansas City. So, you know, obviously, what are you looking forward to, uh, you know, about being back and, and reunited using their branding?
2: You know, I think it will be really fun to get back in person just because it's been a while for me, even, you know, not having played the college season this year, like usually you see people in the rounds that you make in recruiting or in games. So not having that and not having last year's convention, I'm I'm very excited about going to the convention. And I think, uh, you know, the three of us are going to scheme some fun things to do at the social. So make sure you put Hell that on yeah. your calendar.
0: <laughs> Hell Yeah. Um, are we ever gonna are we ever gonna decide? Like, is the official name of it overtime? Like, is that our show name? Yes. So if we definitely. ever if we ever branch off and do our own thing, maybe that's your next adventure after you settle in retirement. Is we're gonna start our own show?
2: Overtime. Yes, that's it. I, I like that.
0: Okay. Okay. So so you've got you've heard it here first. It is confirmed officially. Uh, you know, we we talk about you know doing it a lot, but now that we've got the official confirmation, overtime is officially back in Kansas yes, City, it it's gonna be, going to be a good times. Yes. And we have had two years to prep for this. And Becky will tell you about once a month, I will still text her an idea for something. This and is true. <laughs> She'll be like, hey, we got plenty of time. Relax. Yes. Um <laughs>
2: I do like the random text though. Well, I do.
0: Well, you're you're welcome. That, that's what I'm good for. <laughs> um, you know, I, I think too the thing about convention is You know, it's that that feeling of just like being around like minded people, same career, um, you know, obviously the networking things, but there's just so many experiences, whether it's learning something, meeting somebody that, you know, you just can't can't really put a price tag on. And, you know, for you, like you said, you know, getting out of the college game you know, now being busy with the, with the prize this past season and not seeing people as, as, as much as you, you normally have, who are you looking forward most to seeing in person that you have not seen, uh, since your last game at Florida?
2: Oh boy. Like really putting me on the spot there. Um, and so many
0: people are going to listen to this be Like, She better say my name.
2: Uh, no, you know, I actually, I think what I'm really looking forward to is another evening of karaoke with the two
0: of you.
1: Yeah. You already know. I've been practicing. I got more. I got a bigger arsenal of songs that I can bring to. So Ooh. now he's
0: now he's going to do four Hamilton songs, rather than just two.
1: Dude, Sean, but like the first time we did this, I didn't know any of the Hamilton songs. Like I'd never even heard of Hamilton before you sang yours, and now I know all the Hamilton songs. So we could maybe even do a
0: duet. But, but my song doesn't have a duet though. There's only I only do one Hamilton song. Dude, well you're missing because out because like people. like like the character King George. I'm I'm selfish and I want the spotlight on me.
2: <laughs> <laughs> That's a good one though. That is a good one. I uh I need to work on my repertoire. I'm gonna have to like go on a road trip where I have to be in the car for a while.
0: I you know, I was thinking the other day, you know, some like there's some shows that like have a, a bar host like their live recording of an episode or whatever. And like we looked into that for Chicago and it was just like insanely expensive. And I thought to myself like the other day, like there has to be a karaoke bar at some place where convention is gonna be at some year. If they would just let us have the karaoke bar for like four hours one night, we could have so many people come over and we could have so much fun with that um, that's an
2: idea'm I'm, I'm putting that on my thought radar
0: you know here's the thing I hate every time I come up with an idea and Becky says something like that it typically happens and then it's like <laughs> crap I should have never said anything um, I think you could do it I, I, I think it'd be very possible you know too like for you, you know, getting you know seeing a lot of those familiar faces from college you know that you know you typically would see you know once every year or twice every year whatever it may be you know maybe if you haven't had those those random text conversations like you and i do you know like what like what is it like to to get back and see them you know and then you know give them a hug or fist bump whatever your preference uh may be
2: oh i i mean i am really looking forward to it i just think um You know, I think of all the great sessions that have been put on at the convention from a learning perspective. I mean, those are amazing, like to be able to pick and choose from so many half the time, I feel like there's too many good sessions at the same time. Um, And then I just think that the part of being able to connect people, like, you know, connect people from one part of your coaching to another part of your coaching and get that whole networking thing going, because I think we talk a lot about networking, but we don't really get an understanding of what that is or what that means. And it's so important in any world, but especially in the athletic world in terms of you finding ways to expand your, your circles. And I mean, I think that's what happened with you guys. I mean, clearly uh, you know, you took on this old lady into your social life and uh, and that's been, what,
0: that's are, you been doing, really cool. what are you
2: doing? <laughs> it's been cool. It's been cool. It keeps, you know, it keeps things fresh for sure.
0: Nick, who who are you looking forward to most to seeing?
1: To be honest, like Loki, there's a small chance that Kelly might come and just like hang out in Kansas City for the week. So I'm excited to introduce Kelly to all my friends that I talk about all the time that live in different parts of the country that I she's never she hears me talk about all the time, but she's never gotten to meet.
0: Why would you do that to her?
1: She, I, I don't know. I want her to meet all of you guys. Like
0: a soccer coaches convention is probably the last place on earth. She wants to be at for four days.
1: She has a lot of friends. She has a lot of friends in Kansas city. So like she wouldn't oh, be okay. like just all day. Like she has like that makes sense. Bunch her, a bunch of her high school friends live there. But I was like, I was just really excited for her to meet everyone and everyone to meet her though. She will be six months pregnant at that point. So, or five months pregnant at that point. So she might not be Why like,
0: are you doing that to her?
2: Yeah, because we right. need a designated driver exactly
0: points, points. yes <laughs> exactly. becky always with the wind. uh yeah, you know i now it makes me feel like we put on a bad performance in front of her at the uh uh the reception that like oh now she's got to meet the other soccer people because the the soccer people at the wedding reception like did not do a good job of making an impression
1: <laughs> yeah no i don't know i mean i just and i'm just she hears me talk about all these like that's like the cool part about convention we always talk about it, is like I have re- like really good friends around the country that I talk to like through text through phone, like Mike Melton from Navy and like other people like that, that like, I'm
0: going to see him this like, weekend. I can't wait. No, I'm going to cry. He's the best. He's the best,
1: but like, you don't get to see those people more than maybe like once or twice a year. And so like, I'm really excited for like those moments to like see all these people that like Loudon in and all those people like Sam that we don't get to see very often, but we still like talk
0: to. For sure. For sure. Becky, what is, uh, what's on your playlist recently?
2: Ooh, good question. You know, um, Sid LaRue is our resident Orlando Pride DJ here. Yes. And um, one day I tried to pull the head coach card and have an ABBA day and was overruled. Um, which was what? very disappointing for me, however, but, but
0: that's um, how it works in a professional game.
2: That is, I mean, you know, I have no power, like, right?
0: <laughs> you just put um, the names on the paper. That's about all.
2: That's right. But to be fair, Sid is an amazing DJ. So, um, I have now got caught up with all my Cardi B with all my, yo,
0: that's your new car- Everybody. That's your karaoke. Everybody. You've got to do Cardi B karaoke.
2: <laughs> um, I'm not sure I have that range, but I could practice.
0: What about Megan? The, the stallion.
2: Megan, the stallion. That's a potential. Not the,
0: the, a lot that of people get the, that confused. Is not yeah. the, it's the, uh, I feel like you could totally pull it now. I'm okay. The pride totally missed out on TikToks with you and Sydney. Lever.
2: <laughs> oh, they did some TikToks. Now the pride does some good TikToks. I, I you, like the ones that want to see some good TikToks, follow the pride players.
0: Allie Riley's were really good of like the days off, like them hanging out. I don't know if it was her backyard or somebody, somebody else's backyard, but like I'm sitting there going, man, that looks like a fun time. Like if that's what a pro I, I think is, the pride players have
2: a, an enjoyable outside life of soccer.
0: Yeah. Compa- definitely for sure. Compared to like what you see from, from others, um, who in, um, I don't know why I didn't ask this earlier when we were talking about your uh, thing with the pride, who was a player that, you know, was on another team that, you know, maybe you never got to coach against or, or, you know, somebody you've seen from afar that you were like, hey, this is somebody I've got to like introduce myself to and just say, hello, you know, who were, who were some of those people?
2: Oh, that's a good one. Um, well, I will say that the last time we played Carly Lloyd, I definitely went up and shook her hand and said, Hey, you know, thanks for all the contributions you've made to soccer in this country. It's been amazing. Um, and she was super uh, grateful and just a good person about all that. I mean, I'm Should've sure she's that every single time she played a game. She was probably getting swamped with that. Um, you know, I think when you, when you get this up close and personal to, seeing the lives of these pro players, it really gives you an appreciation too, because for example, even when you were talking about being in Louisville, um, I think we set their record crowd that night. And I'm sure that's because, you know, Alex Morgan is on our team and Sid and Marta and people like that. And the amount um, of people who want their time and attention is really overwhelming to me. And I think, um, it's a tough situation, right? Because they could spend an hour signing autographs after a game and there's going to be somebody who didn't get an autograph signed. And it's like never enough. And so to me, it's, it's really impressive to see how our players and the players around the league um, handle the fans because um, it's a, it, it, I, I know they enjoy the interaction with the fans, but it's also like you just can't give them enough of you because they want everything. You know, and I think that was, that was pretty interesting to watch.
0: Who do you think, uh, like, I think it was after that game specifically, I was really impressed with how many of them stuck around after the game, even knowing what the consequences of the game was. And, you know, still yeah, making I mean, time think for about
2: that. Round. We have just been eliminated from the playoffs. It's an away venue for us. So it's not even our home fans. And like the number of pride players that stuck around and, and signed autographs for quite some time after that game was really impressive.
0: I wanted to meet Allie Krager for the second time and just be like, oh <laughs> we're both parents. They're good now.
2: people. We have good people here. I'm telling you. Good You
0: people. do. I w- I was really impressed with, with the with the squad. And you know, obviously with my daughter playing for racing level, we it's kind of our ties. But for that game, I was like, ah, I'm, I'm I'm on the pride and, until who I think is like the most fantastic player, Big Yuke. Yeah, you know, she she put the the dagger in. I was like, All right, like Uke's my girl, like I gotta. Got, and I your daughter that. looks
2: really cute in her um, flowery
0: shirt. <laughs> she like had no clue what you meant by that.
2: <laughs> she said She looks adorable.
0: Uh, you know, she she is what she is. Um, who's, who's your prediction for the the winner? Who's, oh who's yeah, final Saturday.
2: Well, shoot. You know what? If I was a betting woman, I would have lost serious money because I probably would have picked or I would have picked Portland and Seattle, and neither of them <laughs> won. Um, but you know now. <sighs> tough one um i think i'm gonna have to go with chicago i think the chicago's got something brewing there
1: i I love it i'm I'm obviously grew up in chicago so that's my team and obviously we have sitch is a good friend of of the fam and so we were we were texting during that game shannon uh her wife and we were just joking about like that was one of the best snatching grabs of all time i think they had like four shots two goals two nothing get the heck out of there
2: yeah, but, you know, at this level, there's so little that separates those teams. I think some of those moments become huge.
0: For sure. What? Uh, yeah, obviously, because we're going to say the good stuff for convention for the social, because I definitely got some questions that, that we can bring up then. Uh, so if you want to hear like the really good questions from soccer chat of, of Becky, you got to go to convention in Kansas City. Give us a funny. Can't make this this the shit up story from your time with the pride. Only one of them, only one, make it a good tease that people back. I've got to go to convention to get the rest.
2: Well, I don't know if this is like funny, but I think it's like super impressive. So every day when we go out to training, um, Marta goes out and juggles a tennis ball and she has to get a hundred consecutive touches without it dropping before she starts training. I mean, one of the greatest players in the world, is juggling a tennis ball a hundred consecutive times every day before practice? I mean, how crazy is that?
0: Like, did 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 it ever like? Hey, training started. Marta's still over juggling. Did that ever happen? I'm no, assuming because not. She
2: freaking gets it. Like, she can volley that tennis ball. She can. I mean, she does magic. Like, sometimes I'm just like, okay, I just I want to be a fan. I just want to watch. this. <laughs> I mean, right. it's it's pretty crazy to see her commitment to continuing to be a great player.
0: How can we start the rumor that the Orlando pride is going to ask Nick to be their next head coach?
2: <laughs> Nick, put your name in the hat.
0: If there
1: was a least qualified person to take that job, this might be that scenario.
0: Oh no, you would be way more qualified than me. I don't, I don't know that we would, we would be, if, if like, we would be uh, letter Z, if there were 26 candidates, we both would, would be letter Z. I would be Z two. You'd be Z one.
1: We'd be calling a lot of people for help. We we need a real good staff.
0: <laughs> that's for sure. Uh, hey guys, help us. We, like, we don't we'll know what we're going. <laughs> <laughs> that, that's that's. I feel like that's the basis of of you and I's life is just like like we'll just show up and we'll be there. But yeah. you know,
2: like I think that these pro teams, uh, much like college D one football teams, should have a DJ at practice.
0: So absolutely,
2: there's always that position. <laughs>
0: For you know what, I think I can rock that.
2: That's what I'm saying.
0: So, after your 20 20 week retirement, Becky, and then someone else calls you up, uh, when you need that team DJ, holler at your boys. We will, we will do it.
2: We well, I I think, uh, you and Sid LaRue would have similar tastes in musical.
0: You know, whenever she had that like reality show on Yahoo or whatever it was, like that's like I knew who she was before that but like watching that, like, that's one of the like only reality shows where I watched. I was like, I think I would get along with that person really, really well. Well, and let me
2: tell you another thing. That's pretty crazy. Like watching these women be this, these badass professional athletes, and then still have as much time and energy to deal with their kids. You know, we have, um, we have three moms, four moms on this team. And, um, you know, like those kids are, they take a lot of time and energy and they are so committed to them. You know, um, and Alley have Sloan and then, um, Sid has her too. Alex has her daughter, Charlie. Like, I mean, it's a, it's a pretty amazing thing to watch them juggle all that.
0: If they, if they came on a road, were you ever Nana?
2: (laughs) They always, they did come on the road and they always had a nanny with them. Thankfully, Uh, it was always fun to watch them. Um, you know, especially when they came onto the field after the game and, they always had their, uh, you know, mom shirts on, which were super cool.
0: That's what, that's what Nick's, Nick's, uh, child is going to have a, a red hoodie. <laughs>
1: Shannon actually got him one already.
0: Nice. I knew it was going to happen. Yep, you made a Shannon mistake of not worried. doing that on the, uh, on the photo, but I knew you'd make up for it at some point. At some point. It,
1: it wasn't ever going to be me. I need I always, yeah. <laughs> <other people's> <laughs>
0: Awesome. Well, Becky, thank you so much for, for taking time out of your, uh, as always your, your incredible schedule, uh, to, to chat with us. Um, and love you know, chatting with
2: you guys. Wouldn't miss it.
0: Oh, stop it. Stop it. Um, but you know, kind of where can, where can people follow you at on socials and, uh, you know, um, give all people of mine some... are
2: really hard to remember. It's just <laughs> at Becky Burley.
0: <laughs> um, also about the, uh, what drives, we didn't even talk about what drives winning, but you know, where can people yep. find what that drives at? Winning.
2: at what drives winning?
0: We're into the simplicity. And then you got 15 seconds to sell people on attending, not just convention, but this social is the reason they need to attend convention. The the social for coaches of female athletes. 15
2: seconds. If you want to hear all of the things that you're not going to hear in some of the teaching sessions, the backroom stories come to the social.
0: Hell yeah. (laughs) Becky Burley, the ever famous, but yet just like one of us. I think that's what we love about you Becky. Thank you so much for coming on with us.
2: Love it. Thanks guys.
1: tell me how nasty you get all Well, everyone, you heard
2: our
1: amazing, amazing news that we will be back doing overtime with Becky Burley. And again, I think the number one thing for me is I don't understand how we get in this company and why people keep letting us do this stuff.
0: Because I open up my mouth. That's (laughs) why. I will never forget two years ago when we did the hundredth episode with her and we asked like hey like what's the social going to be like this year and she mentioned i, I will never forget this conversation she's like oh we're going to do an art gallery you can walk around and look at pictures from the year or pictures you know of history and i was like oh that's super cool and on the show i was like you should do like a late night show like a tonight show type thing and then two weeks later my phone rings and it says on the caller id becky burley i'm like she's never called me before <laughs> and she was like hey so that 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 late night show I did, Chad. I was like, yeah. She's like, that's super cool. We're going to do that. I was like, oh, that'll be cool to do like in two years, like, you know, art gallery this year, then transition it to that tonight show. Like, that's going to be awesome. Like you guys are going to kill it. <laughs> and in true Becky form, she goes, uh, no, we're doing it this year. I was like, oh, okay, cool, cool. She's like, and by we're doing it, I mean, you're doing it. I was like, oh, <laughs> oh, 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 okay. Oh gosh. And this was, I want to say this was maybe december when when i found out
1: i like ago? at the very worst it would have been late november because i remember you telling me about it right away and i'd be like oh cool like and the thing is like now going into this year it will be a lot nicer because i know exactly what the setup and what you were talking about because when you said that i was like i have no idea what you're talking about but like as it is usually with this relationship of yours in mind i'm just like yeah i'll just go with it and show up and yeah, whatever sean there. tells me to do i'll do it
0: just be there um yep. And so, you know, we, we, we did the virtual one last year. Uh, so it's, it's great to be back in this year. And I really didn't mean it when I said, like, I've honestly, even before, like even probably the week after virtual convention, I was sending Becky ideas for, for Kansas city. Um, she can, she can vouch for that. And so can uh, technology because you can go back and check text messages. Thank I have, you. I have an issue. Uh, I have a creative issue. I just, I, I like to come up with stuff. Um, and so, yeah, you know, I've, between, uh, you know, some stuff I've been working on. Um, I guess I probably should get some of it cleared by Becky, but I've got some, got some tricks up my sleeve. Uh, if you thought the first one that we did was fun, uh, you know, we had, uh, Leslie Gallimore with us. Uh, we did the, the coach's carpool karaoke I thought was, was incredible. Um, you know, and then last year, uh, you know, obviously being virtual, we did some, some different stuff. I've uh, got some stuff in our, my pocket for this year, uh, that, uh, is, is going to be pretty fun. Uh, and I think the thing that, uh, the creative guy in me is super happy that like, I've been working on some of this for a while. So I've like had it in place. So that way, like the week of convention, cause I, I felt bad in Baltimore. Um, and just because of like that Thursday, I was not somebody to talk to that day because I, there was like so much stuff I needed to like, make sure was working and, and stuff I needed to get edited and, and shot and stuff like that. I'm sure like on Thursday, if people came past our booth, they were like, that dude is a jerk. Um, <laughs> and, and it's not that I was, I was like, you know, I still tried to talk with people. But I, there was just so no, much stuff. That. Yeah. Um, to where I think, I think I mentioned this on the show after we got done with Baltimore was I literally like the last video that we had to do for the Baltimore show finished um, uh, rendering 20 seconds before we started the show. I, was I remember like, <laughs> you in the
1: corner working on it.
0: I, I just remember being like, this is the, the main video that we need. And I don't know why this is taking so long. It's not going to work. And I was going to cry. I was literally on the verge of tears. Um, so I'm making sure to have all this stuff. You know, obviously, you know, we, we, we'll be uh, still making some things, um, you know, obviously look for us. Uh, we, we always do our little like uh, people on the street thing. We walk around with a microphone that's not plugged into anything. Uh, but people still want to talk into it or, and grab it anyways and, and chat. Um, but you know, so we've, we've got some cool stuff for uh, for the coaches of the uh, uh, social for coaches of female athletes uh, over time, as as we like to call it, um, where it's going to be a lot of fun. Uh, I believe the guest will probably, uh, you know what? Let's 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 save that for Christmas. We'll save that for the Christmas episode of Soccer Chat. That'll be our I present. Agree. That'll be our present. Plus, uh, that means that. Becky and I have to hurry up and get somebody we've been throwing out ideas, but we have been like, Oh yeah, let's ask that person. But Christmas Eve, you know, I, I always say like in recruiting, like I want my class to be done by Christmas Eve. So that way I force myself to go buy a present to like reward myself. And it's never, never happened. So maybe I'm <laughs> going to turn it into like, if we can get our guest for overtime by Christmas Eve, we'll put that on the, uh, on on the show that week for everybody. Um, but yeah, co- convention is going to be so much fun. Obviously just that social for coaches, of female athlete's going to be incredible, but also as well, if I remember correctly, I probably need to reach out. Um, I do believe we're also going to be helping out with the, um, LGTBQ coaches advisory, uh, group with their social That's as well.
1: Fun information to have tonight. That's good to know. Well, I know
0: we, we, we talked about it when we interviewed them all.
1: Oh, okay. All right. That, yeah, that was
0: because cage brought it up. And I, I, and I think the thing was, I think when he brought it up of like, Oh, Hey, we just need to have you guys host. And um, I forget you had said something. I was like, gosh, dang it. I'm going to be the, I'm going to be doing two of these now. I'm going to be <laughs> like, i got to have, I got to make all the videos for this one. I gotta make all the videos for this one. Oh, I need creative control here. I need creative control here. And I'm going to lose my mind. But um, you know, so obviously, you know, even if we're not the, the host of that, which I, I, Think if I remember Cage saying is that that we are because um, <laughs> I hopped on I hopped on a Zoom call that they had not too long ago and they brought it up. They're like the soccer chat guys are going to be on our social. I was like, I need to remember that. Um, <laughs> well, we so we
1: will for sure be
0: there. They are. Yeah. Group, whether, the whether we got on is just an amazing
1: <laughs> group of people. So we whether, will for sure be there. What and we will make it work.
0: Yeah, whether we're hosting or not, we're going to be there. And even if we're not, we probably will still get up on stage yeah because <laughs> i do remember i do remember promising that cage had to bring a boa for me one of his boas that he had he had to bring that for me to wear bring two. yeah yeah as many as you got cage bring them all in um but yeah i again this this show is so much fun uh i i have missed it um here i am I, it's almost like we retired and we come back like three years later um i have missed doing the show uh with, with nick and, and doing these shows for you guys i know some of y'all have been like man, what the heck is up with soccer chat? What the hell y'all doing? Uh, we're living life.
1: <laughs> we had Things popped up. Blame, blame my wife. She had a kid. She's having a kid. It's all her fault.
0: I, that did not come out of my mouth. <laughs>
1: that did not come out of my mouth. That is, we can that is that
0: can that edit is, that out later. <laughs> that is totally a Sean Soderling thing to say. And I am so <laughs> glad I did not say that. Um, but, uh, yeah, you know, w- w- we're back in action. It's the, it's the season. Uh, obviously, uh, you know, uh, Nick being a college head coach and, and myself attempting to be one, uh, you know, we're going to be out on the road. Uh, I don't, I don't know what your schedule is like. I'm sure it's very similar to mine. Um, uh, although I think, cause like Shannon was texting me a while back, or maybe it was you, like you guys were talking about my travel schedule. And I think like you almost travel as much as I do, but just in like shorter distances. Cause you're like, you're gone more often. Whereas like I'm gone, but like, it's typically like, I'll go somewhere really big for like two weekends. And then like, I stay kind of close, but to where like, you're like, darting five different places in one day um like where are you going to be at uh for the next couple months maybe up until christmas
1: okay so um this weekend kansas city but lisa will be in north carolina and then next weekend i'll be at san diego i don't know how you
0: didn't send her to kansas city and you come to north carolina with the rest of us
1: yeah well she'd never been there and like i she went to surf during the summer and so like i feel like castle is one of those places that like you need to go to like there's so many people there so I, I really wanted to send her to that one because I felt like it would be fun. Also, it's not Thanksgiving weekend. I didn't want to make her travel to surf on Thanksgiving weekend. I'm like, as head coach, I got to be the one that – if someone's making a sacrifice on Thanksgiving weekend, I got to be the one that goes. So I, I wanted her to get that chance and also didn't want her – I wanted her to be able to spend Thanksgiving with her fam, um, which I probably won't be able to do every year. <laughs> but um, this year I, I, I can spend it out in uh, San Diego, which would be fun. And then we'll go – I'll go to Florida – the first week of December. And then honestly, it's pretty chill up until Christmas. What about you?
0: So I am like until Christmas, I am every like Thursday through Sunday. Uh, This weekend I'll be in North Carolina at the rally showcase. And if you're listening to this on Thursday, I'm probably in the car driving still. So if you have my number, shoot me a call, we'll chat on my way. Uh, And if anyone, if any of you actually call me after, after listening to all this, then I'll be, I'll be really impressed. Um, then the following weekend, uh, obviously with it being Thanksgiving, I am actually going to be, uh, with exact sports in Indianapolis on Saturday, the 27th, uh, at the, uh, the ID showcase. So if you're then in, in the Indianapolis area, uh, and your kid's uh, a high school player wanting to get checked out, uh, go check out, uh, exact sports, uh, for that. And then on that Sunday, the 28th, I'm in, uh, St. Louis for the exact, uh, ID showcase, uh, that's one of my, the, the Indianapolis and then St. Louis back-to-backs are, are one of my, my favorite ones. I, I do them every Thanksgiving weekend. Um, just such a, a, a good time. The St. Louis camp always has solid talent. Indianapolis, uh, talent is, is really good. Plus it's like, you know, you know, I'm an Indiana guy. It, it's, it's what we do. Um, then in the, uh, first weekend of December, uh, the third, I'll be down, in Murfreesboro for the ecnl event and from word that i've gotten any coaches who are planning on going to that um you're probably not going to get a hotel anywhere remotely close um i i'm lucky enough that one of the referees that's going to be down there my assistant uh it's his brother um he was like you can stay at my my house i was like thank you uh then the fourth i'm driving up to uh louisville for an exact camp and as soon as that camp is done with, I am heading back to Tennessee, Murfreesboro. Uh, then the 10th through 12th, I'm going to be at the racing Louisville called showcase. I believe it's their first one that they're doing. And then the following weekend, anybody who is coaching a club team, uh, in the great lakes conference, I'll be at that scheduling meeting for my, my club team. Um, insane that I've got to drive to Ohio for that scheduling meeting that could be done online through zoom, but Hey, it is what it is. Um, you know, speaking of travel, I, I did want to bring this up before we, uh, um, before we closed out. I'm glad that we brought those schedules up. Um, there's got to be a trip that you've made where just like something crazy has happened and it's like delayed you and stuff. So I, I was this past weekend, I was in Chattanooga uh, with, with our good friend Chris Ray. Uh, Chattanooga FC, uh, if, if, if there's a club that you can go check out what they're doing, Chattanooga FC is just killing it right now. Um, I went down and and helped Chris out with their uh their college ID camp. Uh and the the US played Mexico that night. And I was like, man, like (laughs) the original issue is that I thought the camp was during the day, and I got asked to do the week before I got asked to do a camp in Cincinnati on the on that Saturday. I was like, Oh, like yeah, I'll be fine. Like, I'll do the camp on Chattanooga on Friday, I'll leave Friday afternoon. Go to cincinnati hang out for the evening go do this camp on saturday the gateway showcase uh from king's hammer and our shout to our boy dave McIver um was going on that same weekend i was like okay well i'll, I'll do the camp on saturday and i'll go to the gateway showcase that evening and i'll, I'll go on sunday too and two days before the Dude camp I'm, I'm chatting with chris and i said something about yes yeah, you know i gotta I got to drive to cincinnati afterwards but you know I, I i've got plenty of time and you know i'll be able to rest up for the camp and whatnot He's like, well, what time are you leaving? I was like, well, after camp. He's like, we get done at eight thirty, and I was like, oh, okay. So we we we, I, you know, we're at the camp having a good time. Good talent down there It was a really fun place. Plus, I just to to walk in on like the middle of a uh, high end, not high end, but like a, a, a Chattanooga is a, a Division one school, isn't it? UTC. Yeah, to walk in the middle of a, a division one football stadium was awesome. Um, and I'm sure I looked like an absolute doofus to the three people who were there. When I got there, I was like out on the 50, making my video saying that I was there. Um, the, the, we had dinner afterwards. I was like, all right, Like I'm going to come in. I'm going to order food. I'll probably get it to go so I can get on the road. Well, the game was just intense. And I was like, all right, I'm, you know, I can, I can make it till this. And, you know, I'll probably get in at like one morning, two o'clock. I'll be okay. And I'm driving after the game and uh, which great food, by the way, I wish I could remember the name of the place, but it's literally across the street. Uh, it's behind the scoreboard of the Chattanooga um, FC uh, Finley stadium. Um, and food was incredible. Wings were tremendous. Uh, so shout out to them. Uh, but I was like right by the Kentucky, Tennessee border and I saw these like weird lights, like red lights were in front of me and uh, I come to a stop and there were two semis on their sides on the same, like northbound side of the interstate laying across. And I, I, it seemed like the guys were out of the truck or whoever was, was out of the truck that, that flipped over. And I couldn't help myself because like there were two people on each of the beds, like where the, um or of the semis were like the top where the lights are at and the horns and people are like, and it's raining like crazy. And people are like, there's probably like two people on each one. And they're trying to like push the truck up and I'm kind of sitting in the car seat. Like, I don't, I don't think that's going to (laughs) work, but then I became kind of a jerk and was like, do I get out of the car and like go offer to help knowing that. I'm not going to help out whatsoever trying to be able to lift up a semi truck and flip it over because I've watched a, a, a movie a while ago, of Liam Neeson driving trucks over ice in Alaska and his truck flipped over and he was able to flip it over himself. And I was like, this is not happening. So, um, knowing that it was going to probably add a little bit of time to my drive, I, I slept in my car while the, the police got their ambulance tow truck, stuff like that. I arrived to Cincinnati at five 30 in the morning. Oh God,
1: I could not handle that.
0: I'd and that. I, I went straight to the hotel and uh, the lady come out she's like, oh, are you checking out? I was like, no, I'm, I'm, I'm checking in. And she was like, really? And I explained what had happened. I was like, yeah, I was like, yeah, I'm, I'm sorry. You know, this happened at the Kentucky Tennessee line. And uh, you know like, I'm, I'm here for a camp. So, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm in. And she's like, okay, okay, okay. She's like, well, you know, just to let you know, like, check out as 11. I was like, all right, you know, thank you, thank you. So I literally go to the room. I go straight to the bed, sleep. I wake up, 6.30, hop in a shower quick. I walk out at 6.40. I walk out. I'm handing my card to her. She goes, what are you doing? I was like, I'm checking out. She goes, why are you checking out? I was like, because I'm going to the camp to work. And she's like, you just got here. I was like, I got my beauty sleep. got a power nap. I'm good to go. I'm in. So (laughs) I I got to camp. Everything was running smoothly. It was cold as could be. And uh, like I said, the Gateway Showcase was going on. A couple of recruits that I wanted to watch, and they played in the the later Mm -hmm. game in the evening. So I went to those games and I was really surprised. I was like, man, like I'm not tired. I should be, but I'm not. Um, so their games got done with and there was a, uh, a wrestling uh, pay-per-view on that I wanted to watch. And so I went and got, uh, got me some dinner by, uh, by my hotel and ate it and got back to the room and started watching this show. And I'm still like, man, like I'm doing so good. I'm awake. I, this is incredible. Knowing that I'll probably pay for it the next day the main event starts. Okay. A highly, highly anticipated match. I see like the entrances. I see the introductions of the wrestlers. Five minutes of the match. I'm just like, Oh, this is so good. Like this is going to be a classic. These guys, I could tell they're going to go like 30 minutes. This is going to be awesome. And then I blacked out and I woke <laughs> up at 7:15 the next morning with no knowledge of what happened at the end of the show i was so mad so mad so i ended up getting on twitter and saw what happened but i was just like I, it made me think like that whole day i was just like man like i know there's so many other coaches who have had very very similar situations so, well maybe not that extreme i mean that's like, pretty extreme i i don't have one like that maybe i'm just an idiot i don't know <laughs> That could be my problem is that I just I drive everywhere. One day, one day the Brescia Bearcat jet will take me, take me places. <laughs> <laughs> there just clear disclaimer, there is no such thing as the Brescia Bearcat jet. In reality, the Brescia Bearcat jet. There's a, the disclaimer voice on a commercial. The Brescia Bearcat private jet disclaimer is that the fact that the Brescia Bearcat jet is actually a Toyota Corolla. Thank you. Um so yeah, if, if, the Toyota Corolla is not taking me there, it, it's, it's hard for me to go, but uh, so yeah, if you see Nick or myself, Nick's going to be in Kansas City this weekend, I'm going to be uh, down in, in North Carolina. Uh, cool thing, you know, while that showcase is going on the national tournament for the women's is, and men's is going on there. I think, I think the men's side too. I know there's going to be two uh, women's games on Friday night uh, at Koskinen stadium on Duke university campus. Uh, I'm going to be excited to go see um, uh, some, some network colleagues of mine and, uh, coach Robbie Church and, and his staff of Carla Overbeck and, and Kieran Hall, I uh, can't wait to see them. I haven't seen those, uh, haven't seen that crew in a while. Also this weekend is the NWSL Championship. Shout out to our girl uh, Julian Stitch and the Chicago Red Stars. You know I saw a tweet somebody posted their day, and I don't know if uh, I don't know if Roy ever uh, you know Google searches himself, but somebody put out a tweet said, "Holy crap! I think the whole uh, Rory Dames can't coach thing has to go out the window with what this team's been doing lately." uh so you know good luck uh to to the chicago red stars uh i believe they are playing um not portland washington they're playing the washington spirit which is a crazy story because like last time i thought like their whole like program their whole club was in shambles they weren't playing well and here they are they're in the finals uh so you know good luck to both teams uh in in that uh, i'm pretty pumped because Um, you know, obviously our school's close enough. I've got a lot of our players are going to go to the game, so it's going to be cool. Um, you know, just a good time to be a soccer fan, the U S doing well in in the qualifying for the men's world cup. Uh, I keep saying that unopened bottle of U S soccer tequila that I got, we may be opening it up here pretty soon. Uh, I I think those boys may be bringing it home, uh, sooner than what we think, but, uh, you know, obviously, like we said, if, if you, if you're out in Kansas city this weekend at games, or if you're down in North Carolina at games. Uh, if you see Nick or myself, Nick will probably have a red hoodie on. Uh, I'm not sure what I'm wearing yet because I, well, by the time you're hearing this, I have packed my bags, but at the time that we're recording, I have still yet to pack my bags. Um, other than like, I've taken stuff out of my closet and thrown it on top of my suitcase, but um, you know, it uh, come up and say, Hey to us. We're We're so excited to be back on the road uh so excited to see all of you all who are listening to this if your club teams are playing i know there's a, a few club coaches that listen to this that do our uh, wednesday night chats uh that have reached out to me that i'm going to get to see and, and watch them coach and i get to finally see i haven't seen in so long but coach kat uh i haven't seen her in so i think since chicago i think it was the last time i saw her um be seeing her and her team play uh this upcoming weekend but uh yeah find nick and myself say hello if you're at one of those other events that we'll be going to uh, make sure to uh, to stop by and say hello to us. We're always up for a good chat. Plus, Nick enjoys it because it keeps him away from recruiting, and it keeps other coaches away from recruiting as well.
1: That's the number one goal: is make sure I distract everyone.
0: <laughs> awesome, Nick. If somebody wants to uh, get a hold of you, how can they do so? At Coach and Rizzo. What about you, brother? I keep waiting. One day, I'm like. I feel like you're going to forget and just like say your phone number one.
1: Day. No, you, you made me memorize it so well that like it will never for, like it'll never be forgotten ever again.
0: It only took us three months, but you, you yeah, got to figure it out. True. And mine is at Coach Solderling on the Twitter, um, as well as uh, all other social media platforms. Soccer chat, like we said, uh you get a Q1A1 that you can join every single Wednesday night at 930 p.m. Eastern time. Just go into your search bar, put in the pound sign, then soccer chat. You can also go on, and if you find our profile, which is at chatsoccer, S-O-C-C-R, because some dummy took soccer chat, they don't even use it. Uh, you can go on there, and there's a little thing that looks like a alarm with a plus sign. Hit that, and you're going to get subscribed to our Twitter feed. So every time there's something going on, you're going to be seeing, especially as we start doing our announcements here pretty soon of our soccer chat live from the United Soccer Coaching Convention in Kansas City, uh, powered by Exact Sports. We're going to start announcing those guests here pretty soon. Uh, and there's going to be some bangers. Yeah, some bangers down there. I, I wish we were in Pittsburgh because I really want to use the Pittsburgh accent, but I can't. We can't do that. Uh, I've really grown official to be saying things like Don over there, touch Don, but it is what it is. Uh, so yeah, hit that subscribe button on our Twitter account so we can get all those latest updates. Of everything that's going to be going on here when it comes to soccer chat and, uh, you know, over at the United Soccer Coaches Convention over on Podcast Row. We can't wait to see you all. Let the countdown begin. Also, the show, we've got some great friends that help us out. Go check out Dutic Brand over at ducticbrand.com and Dutic Brand on all social media platforms. You're going to find the latest coaching accessories. They're super, super incredible. Lots and lots of stuff. I love the brand new one, uh, the Scout. Uh, it's something that uh, I know a while back, uh, sitting in on one of the, uh, Duty brand FC seminars. Uh, you know, something I had mentioned, I, I really liked about uh, another book I used to have. Um, and they've got this really awesome new one out that I can't wait. So I'm definitely going to order some, uh, so that way, and I'm also going to order them to where I can pick them up at convention. That's what I'm going to do. I'm going to make sure that I get to see Tiff Adelaide and Bobby in person, shake their hand, thank them. Uh, for all that they do. Uh, And I'm also going to make sure to use the promo code soccer chat when I do so. So I'm gonna get myself a sweet discount because Nick was kind enough to fill out the Dutek brand FC stuff and get us uh, the ambassador code on that when all this began. Uh, So you get those awesome discounts, all thanks to Nick, just by using the promo code soccer chat. And remember, now that when you use the promo code soccer chat, you're going to help out the Brush University women's soccer team uh, with some super awesome looking Dutek brand kits uh, when they head over to Australia in 2023. Uh, for the women's world cup and also to play in some incredible friendly games while also being servant leaders working with the australian national blind team while they are there shout out to our friends over at dot Torx, torx.com for the greatest 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 ball pump you've ever seen go check it out torx.com xcom make sure if you bought one leave them a five-star rating and review on amazon shout out to our friends over at michigan soccer central at mi soccer central on twitter for all the latest rumblings and professional and the amateur side of soccer the say of michigan if it's going on to michigan you're going to hear it first over at michigan soccer central and i'm still working on getting that beef started between so- michigan soccer central and ohio soccer central i don't think it's going to work but i'm going to try there may not be fist flying but if i can get them to like barb at each other on twitter we'll be really really happy thanks to you for listening to this show wherever you are wherever you may be whatever you're doing thank you so much for listening and 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 waiting with us as we set out the off season hopefully uh the show got you back in the mood and you'll be looking forward to next week's show we can't wait already it's going to be a good one for you but hey Soccer chat, it's more than a podcast, it's more than a Twitter chat on Wednesday nights. It's a community, it's a network of people all together trying to do the same thing uh, and, and, and just make this game better for our kids and make ourselves better as coaches. He's Nick, I'm Sean. Nick, catch you later.
1: See you next week, brother.